0: to another edition of the imbd podcast this week in music videos brought to you by your super good friends at imbdb.com that's the internet music video database my name is adam and uh with us as usual uh someone who's just flown in from austin texas and boy are his arms tired is mr doug Klinger? i was gonna do something else with that joke but i just it was too late and i just went for it so doug how are you
1: uh, doing super good adam my name is no uh what were you what were you gonna do with that joke let's bring it out you know what i just started it and i didn't have a
0: destination well. <laughs> oh so you just went with and I just oh. bailed, yeah okay that's fair thanks for being honest no problem and speaking of honesty uh we have with us on the podcast as per usual north of the wall of fringe music
2: mr adam alexander adam how are you I'm I'm a little under the weather um Adam but I'm I'm ready to go forward anyway with uh, another podcast. So you've got
0: a l- you're a little under the weather like a little bit of a flu going on, a little bit of the noro.
2: Yeah, a little bit of a flu exactly. Okay. Yeah. Are you mourning are you mourning the death of Tom Ford? Tom Well, uh, well, you know, it's uh, is it a bit too soon? I I see lots of jokes about it. Uh, yeah. right. I don't know how to
1: feel about that. Well, it's Rob Ford. Uh, yeah. No, but Tom Ford died too, the shoe guy. <laughs> That's really I, knew, I, knew, I knew I had gotten the guy's name wrong too. And, I, and, and the fact that Adam Alexander just went with it, I was like, did I not get the guy's name wrong? Are there, are
2: there no, two? You know the funny thing? I, I say it wrong all the time also. I say Tom oh. Ford often Oh, as okay. well. I don't know Canadian uh, politics and he was a uh, part of
1: that. Also speaking of politics, Adam Fairholm, are you when when Donald Trump wins the presidency and builds an actual wall between the United States and Mexico, are you still going to say north of the wall? I guess
0: yeah, well, well you still
1: get well, I guess we'll he's be on the wall. Still north of that wall. Uh I'm just kidding by the way, though. Donald Trump is definitely not going to win the presidency, but uh, uh I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> this is not definite. I'm going to just go out on record to say that I don't want that to happen. That's what I'm going to go on record say. Well,
2: if if it does happen, you guys can just come uh,
1: bunk up with me here in Canada. Come come actually north of the wall. Uh, yeah. okay, cool. I got a, I got a spare rooms. What you were going to do with that, Adam? I, I yeah, he is still north of that wall. Right. And we're talking about that actually that uh, actually exists between the United States and Canada. That's a, there's a wall there too. Absolutely. I mean, it's
0: more of an emotional wall. But um, yeah, I, I'm just right. impressed, Doug, that you that you that you knew Tom Ford was a shoe guy. I had to look that up. Uh, oh, I,
1: it's, it's, you know, because people rap about it. Jay Z. I mean, Jay Z has he a song about Tom Tom Ford. Isn't yeah, isn't there a song that like <laughs> I don't I don't something I rock Tom Ford. Let's see. Survey says.
0: Wait. Apparently, there is a there is an entire song called Yeah, Tom
2: Ford,
0: H- Tom Ford from Magnificent. Okay, I was gonna joke that he had a song called Tom Ford, but <laughs> he uh,
2: does.
0: That's an actual thing. Wow. Color me very surprised. I'm learning all sorts of new things so far, you guys. Um,
1: this is a very informative. This podcast.
0: Yeah, I feel like you know everybody here's here to listen, um, here to learn, and one of the things we can learn uh from doug is <clears throat> a little bit about south by southwest this year because doug I, I i wasn't i mean your arms may be tired but i i wasn't lying when i said you just got in from austin texas you were in south by at south by southwest and you weren't just uh hanging around maybe uh reading a brochure here or there and like going around talking to people in booths you had a lot of shit going on because you were there on behalf of your uh the website that i believe you found it vimeo.net
1: yeah right i did find the fact i found it uh no um uh every time i've gone to south by southwest it's been for work of course but uh this time uh it's for work that i actually got paid for um nice and- and the other two times it just I just drained we just drained our bank accounts every other time every other time we tried to go to South by South, was like yeah i guess like that you spent all of imvdb's money to do that that makes that makes sense it's like yeah that definitely makes sense and we also each need our own room right, it's like yeah, yeah. Uh, so that actually was important I think. <laughs> no, it was. It was. Uh, it definitely was. Uh, so yeah, I was there. I was uh, at South by I was um, uh, hosted a couple of screenings for Vimeo. I, you know, attended some events. Uh, I was on the music video jury. Um, so if you got if you can get yourself a hand your hands on a South by Southwest program, flip to page 109. And there's a little tiny picture of me there. So. Yes. so what does somebody on the music
0: video jury do? Because for those who are not aware, music videos have their own sort of section at South by Southwest. There's one group of them together. They're not segmented out. But as part of the short form entertainment, they are one category of that, essentially.
1: Yeah. So the really cool thing is they give us $500,000, wow. which is great, uh, which we can spend on whatever we want. Hmm. Um, oh, only at the fest. Right, so, it's like it's like, like a company store kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's all the old Mickey dollars that they stopped using. They now use them at South by. Uh, no, so basically, I just sit. Uh, I had to watch all the music videos. Me and two other fellas. Interesting. Uh, And we watched all the music videos that we went to the very first, um, you know, at the premiere, the music video premiere, uh, which, uh, Adam, when, when we went to South by together, we also were the first in line for, uh, Mm -hmm. when we were there and, and then we just kind of deliberate right afterwards, um, and and then I just emailed Claudette, who's the shorts programmer uh who what we picked and so we like the three of us just like ducked around a corner like we we went into a <laughs> we went into a bar at first we each you each kind of get a notepad uh, of all the videos, and we're each kind of like scribbling notes um and uh and and uh, we first went into a bar and they're just like, it's like the worst bar. It was literally like 90% of the bar was a mechanical bowl. Literally, <laughs> a mechanical bowl was 90% of the floor space. And then the rest was just like a little bar and a tiny table. And we're like, this is stupid. What are we doing? And then we just like ducked around a corner and we each gave a top three. Um, and, uh, and the one video that was on all three of our top threes list was uh, Sober by Childish Gambini. Childish Gambino, directed by Hiro Mirai, so made our decision pretty easy. We just said, well, that sounds like that's the winner.
0: And so who were the other, these other two uh, mysterious uh, fellows that were also judging with you?
1: uh yeah so there were some um a uh, couple cool folks and i was like really nervous about who it was gonna be i was like oh, i hope it's not a couple jerks mm-hmm. uh and luckily it wasn't uh toby halbrooks was one of the guys and he's a uh, filmmaker from dallas uh, and he's he's produced a couple features and stuff and then um this guy john kunz i think was his name and he's the uh president and owner of waterloo records um nice. and uh it says, I like his, his bio on the South by Southwest side it says he's been celebrating 33 and a third years in, uh, in retailing great music. And, uh, I like the specificity of that, of the 33 and a third years. I, um, as someone who, uh, started at Vimeo as a temp employee and now at work that like, and so it's like, I've, They keep celebrating my year anniversary there now. And I'm like, yo, I've been here 17 months, y'all. I've been here. It's ain't a year, 17 months. Um, I got mad respect for John uh, repping that third year, the one-third of a year, uh, and making sure folks know that that's been there. Like, yeah, we're fucking, we're in March, yo. That's time. That's time. (laughs) It's time spent. And so I've got a lot of of respect for that, actually. Uh, So, yeah, so a couple guys, you know, they're, uh, I felt like it was uh, Three different kind of Perspectives uh, and, and it was a pretty solid group And, and, and it was funny too because the other two, Each of our other two videos Couldn't be far, further apart um, Like we each Each of our top three Like the other six videos were just like all over the map hmm. And so the fact that we Aligned on that hero video It, it was tight
0: And it was cool um, so this Sober by Childish Gambino video has some award show legs because it won the 2015 Woody Award, which is MTV's sort of, I don't know. Oh,
1: wow. And that was a year ago. That
0: was a year ago. Yeah, the 2015. <laughs> uh, um, it was also nominated but uh, did not win for Best Direction at MTV VMAs in 2000, 2015. Um, it's
1: a fantastic video. But really, like, <clears throat> so everything looked great. Up on the big screen and Yeah, like, yeah how, were- how was the watch experience You've seen that video Probably 20 times before How was it watching yeah. it On the big screen So it was great And I've also seen it On a pretty big screen Because we screened it at um, a Vimeo staff pick screening in the office right uh, on the big um we 've got like a big screen on the first floor and so i 've seen it in big uh, in in that like big screens, but like still a theater environment with the lights off in like theater seats where you like stand up and the bottom flips up and stuff like it's so it 's still different and to see twenty twenty one twenty two music videos back to back in that environment. Is so cool. Um, And Hero actually had two videos in the program, and his um, Earl sweatshirt video for grief looked Fantastic! Up on the screen, like couldn't believe how good it looked. Uh, It like it like brought that video up to a a new level. Um, uh, But everything looked good, and and they were like uh, they were adjusting the framing on the like the aspect ratio. Um, Like they were closing in the curtains if the video had a um, you know like a a shorter aspect ratio and stuff. They were like really everything you could do to like make (laughs) it the ideal viewing environment. Um, and I got and I got some. Uh, was able to like through Vimeo because I also programmed two screenings. Uh, I was able to see some of the like behind the scenes. Like I had to live, to deliver files to South by, uh, and like talk to some of the projectionists and stuff. And it's it was very interesting to kind of see it from that perspective and to like be so much more conscious about like how much running around is happening. Right before the screening, like I would go to screenings, <laughs> I would go to screenings, like I'd be there, like maybe like 30, 45 minutes before the start and be like, all right, so here's the order. Uh, <laughs> it's like, like, and can we like uh, put some stuff in? Because one of the screenings I hosted was a staff pick cinema live commentary where directors would go up and do a live commentary over, over top of their film. Right. like first it, it would, we would do a program of five films and then run it back again with the commentaries like first we'd play the film with audio. Uh, but they're, like, trying to explain that to the project- projectionist. Like, yeah, I want to intro each filmmaker the second time around and, like, maybe have, like, a, like 30 seconds in between each film. Uh, and also, can, like, for the second part, put, can you put chairs up? And I need, like, five <laughs> microphones. Uh, and all of this is being explained, uh, you know, in the, like, it, as there's a line forming outside. Uh, and so I, I can't imagine that I'm the worst of it because they, like, they took it on like that was normal, you know what I mean? Right. Like that was like – they're just used to the running around. They weren't like, oh, I can't believe you're dropping this stuff on me last minute. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was it – was, I got a lot of insight into, into how South by works uh, this time around, and it was uh, <laughs> <it's> incredibly hectic. <laughs> <laughs> so, so everything
0: South by last minute, um, but everybody <laughs> there, everybody there, solid pro. They can handle it. If you need to yeah, a bunch totally. of microphones, they're not gonna be like, oh, I need an
1: hour notice for that. They just... Yeah, we don't got my we don't have microphones here. <laughs> or it's like, can you just share? Uh none of that. They've got, you know, twelve mics on demand. Uh it's, it's just like so much happening uh that um I feel like the only way you can do it is right up until the minute, you know. Um because otherwise there's only so much time, even in a year, to put something like this on. So uh, yeah, it was it was sweet. It was a lot of fun. I got to see a lot of music videos. Basically, every screening I went to, other than the doc screening, had a like music video touch. To it in one way or another, um, because in the animated program, um, there was a music video directed by Danny Madden, um, which is the girl in the yellow dress. Uh, what's that one? Who's that guy from uh, from that band? I think it's a like Pink Floyd guy or something. David Gilmore. David yeah, Gilmore. Yeah. Right. Uh, David Gilmore, Girl in Yellow Dress was part of the animation program. I also got to see um, The Trust, which is Brewer's feature film, debut feature film, um, which stars Nicolas Cage and Elijah Wood. And uh, <laughs> it was thick and the movie's so good. Like, these are like, I mean, Brewer is like music, you know, uh, you know, we've talked about Brewer a ton of times on this podcast, a ton of IMVDB picks. Um, I think they did a we've done something with them. I think it may be a video chats interview or something. Um, uh, but we've also d- spent some time at OMG everywhere with Brewer. Like they're making a fucking, they made a movie with Nicolas Cage in it. Like that's insane to me. And I have a feeling that going forward, in addition to the music video program, that's always going to be relevant. I think you're going to feel a lot more of this music video presence in the feature side of things too. Sundance Daniels won Best Director, now Brewer with, like, you know, the theater was packed. and I went to the second or third s- screening of it, and the theater was packed. I had to wait in the line for an hour and a half. Um, and big laughs and, like, killing the Q&A. Like, just, it was so cool to be able to see that. Um, That's the, uh, the one with Sky
2: Ferreira in it as well, I believe. I think, I think she's in it. Uh, I got to fact can't- check that. Hold on. I, I'm I pretty think, sure. I know she's got lots of movies coming up, and I think that was one of the ones I remembered reading
1: uh, about. Yeah, she is. She is. Uh, yeah, she is. No, she is. Uh, and I knew that, but now that I'm th- like thinking back, watching it, I can't quite place who she plays. Because um, really, the movie is for the for for large portions of it, it's mainly the two of them. I can't place who she is, but that's uh, she's the main other main girl. I don't know. I can't remember. I was just so stu- first of all, Nicolas Cage is is huge. Nicolas Cage in this movie, like it's got it's it's part. It's like part part comedy, and and a lot of that comedy is just like Nicolas Cage's fucking face. Like he's so good. I mean, the writing is the writing is great. the 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 writing is so good, and it's a film that Brewer wrote, and then the film got picked up. So, um, it's kind of kind of got them through and through. Um. And it's still very much an indie film, despite the, the big names being attached to it. But uh, that's like going to be a movie that's going to be in theaters. And um, I think, we, uh, like, go see it. Every you know, everybody. If you're in the, I think it's going to be in like 15 cities or something. If you're in one of those cities, which I know one of them is definitely Sudbury, Ontario. Uh, <laughs> Check it out. In Durham,
0: North Carolina. Um, yeah. So it says on the the Wikipedia page, I'm not sure if this is up to date, that it's going to be released on DirecTV on April 14th. Um, there we go. Before going to VOD and in theaters on May 13th. So a lot, I've seen a lot of uh, things being released to DirecTV lately, and it's kind of pissing me off because I don't really have any way to get to it that, that Katy Perry behind the scenes of the Super Bowl halftime show thing was a mm. Direc- to DirecTV release.
1: Well, everyone's got to get their own content now. Everyone's rolling out uh, and premiering movies, and, it's, and that uh, was a in- very interesting thing to talk to Brewer about because their film um, got distribution before it was made. Like as soon as Nicolas Cage signed on and was going to make the movie, the film got picked up for distribution, um, and so that came with that. That's like awesome, you know. But also, it it seems like it, it could come with some complications as well. Um, uh, but yeah, so that film was already had distribution before it was made. So that's like a really interesting. Um, uh, I don't really know like know too much about that distribution world, but everyone's, everyone's getting their little, like everyone's getting their hands onto stuff. And it sounds like Directv was going to get this movie, uh, before it was even made. So,
0: and, and so the other interesting fact about this movie is that, uh, Jerry Lewis is in it.
1: Oh yeah. That I know for sure he is. Yes, he is. He's got a very small role, but he, <laughs> it, it's such a crazy movie that fucking brewer is like made a movie with Nicolas Cage and Jerry Lewis in it. Um, that really is. I, a, I feel like, like like Elijah Wood. For, you know, he after you know making you know thousands of dollars for the Lord Lord of the Ring series. At least thousands. Uh, uh, I've, he's, heard, he's, I've heard upwards of ten thousand, but man, I, don't quote me. Wow. Uh, man, for only six movies. Uh, so, so after he after he like got that huge ten thousand dollar payday, I, uh, you know, it seems like he's he's more he's more willing to do these. Um, to do more indie films and stuff, he's like lives in Austin. He's just like, oh, I'm at South by anyway, just eating barbecue. So I'll come <laughs> to this. I'll come to the premiere, totally. You guys. Uh, so uh, Elijah Wood, like being in there, makes sense. And he's seen, you know, he'll pop up in Vimeo videos and that kind of stuff. But um, uh, yeah, all these other, all these other folks who found their way into the video is very interesting. And uh, yeah, we mentioned Danny Madden. He he sound designed the movie for for free.
0: Nice. Thanks. Nobody slipped him a 20 at some point?
1: I think uh I think they bought him a, a um a hoagie. Mhm. For one. I mean a good night.
0: a good hoagie. You can you can make that. That's 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 a that's a lunch and a dinner.
1: Yeah, no olives for me though. No.
0: Please no. I'm <laughs> a am a no olive guy as well. No black olives, no regular olives, no no, keep, no yellow olives. Not for me. Um, it's cool. No no olives for me though. So you uh, also, as, as you have volunteered to us as information that it should be publicly available, you also <laughs> cut the log of every
1: outfit out- that you wore during the whole trip. That's and- not, not actually. I didn't actually do that. I'm sorry. Oh uh, uh, No, I didn't really do that. But I, I, I do have a mental log of it if you want me to. So the first day I wore um, I wore khakis and like a purple shirt uh i wore two purple shirts over the 6 days i was there two black shirts mm-hmm. um uh i think i wore these are just solid print shirts like no yeah, like nothing solid, on them. you know american apparel just kind of like yeah yeah you know solid shirt um did i wear the i wore a turquoise one and um and uh and i think that's one one more uh i can't remember what the fifth or six shirts were probably You wore, didn't wear a shirt every day though One day I had to switch to a second shirt it was so sweaty outside that, um, and then I came back to New York where it was snowing the world is crazy, uh, crazy. but but uh, yeah it was um, one day I got so sweaty that I had to go home and shower before I could do anything else before I had to do my night activities so, now that I know that that's a lie, I'm moving past that. Um, so <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm
0: sorry, I should have warned you. The, uh, that's alright. Uh, so, also, the another question that I had was, uh, do you, did you run into any Vine stars while you were there?
1: No. No, but I, um, Hayes Greer is in Saman's Taco Bell commercial. And I did talk to Saman a little bit about his Taco Bell commercial while I was there. This is Saban Keshe, the director of many
0: music videos. The uh, you know, only person that I've been kicked out of a restaurant with. <laughs> yeah, it's not by Southwest. was by Southwest a few years ago. That's right, and uh, also the director of a Taco Bell
1: commercial. Yes, which we talked about. Uh, really? Okay. That, good. Gets, that gets brought up. So, you know, it's a it's a war story. Uh, especially at South by right. Uh, Why'd
2: you get, why did you guys get kicked out? Cause Simon was like, uh, we couldn't
1: keep our hands to ourselves. No, yeah. uh,
0: <laughs> he was like, he was like demoing his new short film, which eventually controller. Yeah. Um,
1: he was showing it to us, but he insisted that we watched it individually because there was a, well, because there was only one set of headphones and we couldn't watch like we. It was at a noisy bar slash restaurant. We couldn't listen to the, you know, you needed the headphones. But like Adam watched it, and then in halfway between me watching it, uh, we got kicked out, and then we just stood outside of the restaurant as I finished watching the movie. Um, it's really the only way to watch a, a short film. Yeah, right. Like a nuanced, kind of like subtle, uh, you know, action short film is, you know, in the sh- on 6th Street in, in fucking Austin, Texas during South by Southwest. Yeah, totally. Um, so, yeah, we got war stories and, and Simon talks about them, Adam. So deal with it. Saman, <sighs> if you're out there,
0: I'm, I want a little bit of – I want a little kickback every time you bring
1: that up. And I hope Simon's out there. Where else would he be?
0: Yeah. Simon, you're out there somewhere. Um, so we've been kind of away for a while. You know, maybe two weeks or so. Because You're w- a fucking
1: you're a wafer. <laughs>
0: Uh, cause you know, Doug, you were at South by Southwest and we had some other stuff going on. So the music videos have kind of piled up, which is all right. You know, we're in March. It's not exactly a huge, big music video month. Oh, the summer is we're getting into the, to oh, the hot stuff.
1: It. But um, music videos piling up. That's IMVDB's MO. Yeah, that's right. We're, we're, <laughs> yeah. we're all about that. That's our motto. IMVDB. We're very
0: sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. IMVDB piled up music videos, <laughs> um, so we have some pretty interesting ones to talk about this uh, week. So you guys want to talk, uh, start with the old Sia, the Sia Cheap Thrills? Yeah, let's start with the old Sia. Nice, because, you know, Sia's back um, <laughs> with, the, with, the, with the old crew. Um, Sia of the uh, Chandelier fame, Chandelier, Elastic Heart, both music videos that star one, the one and only Maddie Ziegler as a dancer and are directed mm-hmm. by Sia and Daniel Askell. Mm-hmm. Um, we had two of those, uh, or oh, a number of them that are directed by Daniel Askel. But in terms of like having the three of them there, there's the trilogy, the Chandelier. 2014 and then 2015 Elastic Heart and Big Girls Don't Cry um, and then we had uh, another girl in the Alive video when we had to switch to the double the the black and white wig so now we got a lot of shit going on and, yeah. and you know who knows what she's going to do for the next video who knows what she's going to trot out and then we get this Cheap Thrills video
1: um, which is out. also called perf- yeah, in parentheses performance edit on YouTube which will I don't know what the fuck that means I have a feeling this might be uh,
2: like, like just her her live setup that she's touring with right now, or something very similar to this. This looks a lot like every time she does an Ellen performance. It's just like the one room stage setting. I think this might be just like her her touring setup. But,
1: in its current state, without anything else, this kind of does fit the i m v d b requirements for a music video yeah uh, it's got it's got directors it was uh filmed with intention um and uh they even well, you know and they even got ryan heffington
0: on board right and i think that adam i think you're on to something there because a, like, we have never seen this. Like, if you're familiar with Sia's live performances, she does this all the time. And the conceit of the video is very simple. They're just It's like a uh, black box theater kind of thing. Um, and there is a kind of purple uh, purple backdrop with a little bit of a floor underneath, the same hue of purple. And Maddie Ziegler is dancing in her usual tan kind of leotard thing. And there's two dudes who are also dancers. Um, and then C is in the corner with the with the you know the the characteristic uh, hair over her eyes and the big bow. So mm-hmm. this is something that happens you know no matter what whether it's Lena Dunham dancing in a in a bunk bed or you know actually Maddie Ziegler doing the chandelier dance on Ellen. Usually C is in the background somewhere, not showing her face. So right. th- now and also the other clue to this. A, so there's nothing else but this performance here. The other thing is that um, uh, Ryan Heffington and Sia and Daniel Haskell are all credited as creative directors, um, which seems to to me to be like probably a credit that they pulled from a larger show that would have been creative directed. Um, and you know they've all had a part in the conception of this so they just pulled this little piece and said, yeah well you know nobody has direct credit on any one piece of this but so we'll just call each other creative directors. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's it's an interesting, fun music video. It has the, of course, the Ryan Heffington choreo- choreography touch. I'm not sure why he wasn't fully cr- credited as choreographer. Um, the funny thing that that that, I, that kind of jumped out to me is that uh, I mean, the Chandelier video is going on two years old now, and Maddie Ziegler is like a foot taller in this video than she was in the in the Chandelier video. She's like as tall as these other like other dudes.
2: Is anybody there? Yeah, I'm
1: here, Doug. Hey, sorry. Who's the guy, <laughs> in, the co- who's the guy in the cover? Who's the guy that covered the Sia albums? I don't uh, know.
2: I don't know, Doug. It's it's different guys though. I think each single has a different guy with the wave. Oh, I think. I think. Cool. Do you guys know who this song was written for and rejected? do uh, not. Adam, give us give us a scoop. Uh, it was for Rihanna, and someone didn't like it. Maybe Rihanna, maybe someone else at the label. But really? yeah, this this was a,
0: written for Rihanna. Man, Rihanna's what? turned down some. So apparently, uh, we can't stop that was recorded and made popular by Miley Cyrus was also intended for Rihanna. So she must get just a ton of people just throwing songs at her. Yeah. Um, and she's just like... But when when somebody's like, Hey, uh, Rihanna, this one you're just going to go work, 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 work over and over again, then that's this... She's like, yeah. I, that's the one, yeah. Give me well, that. you know, it it, it works. works. Oh, yeah, well, no, it's a great song. But it's just interesting how she... Uh, what she's looking for in those cuz sheep mm-hmm. thrills and we can't stop are both you know obviously pretty amazing pop songs so there's something about it where she was like yeah I got I'm going to pass on that that's mm-hmm. that's part of the rihanna touch is
1: what they call it right right and we, uh, what also is part of the rihanna touch is edward sharp and the magnetic zeros
0: uh yeah this is so it's, I feel like it's been a while since we've gotten edward sharp and the magnetic zeros Video got one this month. Thank Um, God. Yeah, I mean, I was like, "Come on, guys, let's get shit together." I
1: I mean, I will say that the 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 videos that they did with Benjamin Kutsko and also with Badamato, you know, they've made some great videos. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, uh, And the reason we're saying that (laughs) in in, in that way uh, is because I don't know if this last one is quite as great. Uh, Let's ask. Adam Alexander to describe this video because he's the one most likely to to be toler- to tolerate it. <laughs> I, um, wow, I actually
2: I, I'm not huge on, uh, on Edward Sharpe or or sort of this whole new folk thing, um, and and it's a tough video to describe. Um, well, it was, let's
1: I, let's talk about some let's let's talk it out together then. Is Sean yeah, and let's I do that? All right. It's directed by Olivia Wilde, who you might know from being a model. Um, or... An actress. Actress?
0: I, uh, I feel like
1: people know her more as an actress. She's married actually, to Jason Degas. Is she even a model? Did I just make that up? I didn't know who she was. I mean, I do know that she's famous, but I don't... I didn't know for what. So, what is she in? Um, so, she was
0: in... I know her from House way back in the day, but she is was in Tron Legacy and Cowboys and Aliens. Um. She's just a... Uh, She's she's I think she's mainly an actress and okay. she's also directed or married to Jason Sudeikis,
1: right? And she directed this music video, right? She's going for uh, this this music video that was shot on an iPhone um, iPhone six not in not an iPhone SE, um, but it has a crew um, of like two dozen people at least who work on the production just the production side of this video, um, which it just is. Curious to me, the video looks great it does. for for being shot on an iphone it's just like a weird balance to be like we 're going to shoot this on an iPhone, but we 're still going to have a massive crew <laughs> uh, like it's just like like the re like I feel like the reason you shoot on an iPhone is because it 's like we 're gonna strip everything back like we 're gonna get stuff that <clears throat> like there's this um feature called tangerine that was shot on an iPhone that everyone was like nuts about um, because it looks really great, and also it like, it's just got these really dynamic and interesting sh- shots that, like, you could pretty much only achieve with a phone that can basically just be, like, thrown in the air uh, without uh, – or a camera that can be just, like, thrown in the air and not really worried about so much. And so uh, to, to couple that with uh, just this massive, like, even bigger than a lot of other music video – music videos would have, size crew, I mean, they have – you know a first and second assistant camera uh for a video shot on an iPhone and so that, that's why you look so great uh but conceptually it is all over the place uh from what i can tell
2: yeah i had a really hard time zeroing in on uh like w- what was going on really um something is well, this
0: is one of those videos, and and these come along time to time, and I think that the, the 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 one thing that this reminded me of is the Nicki Minaj the Pink Print video. Remember that that long kind of like long form music video that. she Oh, did? the Tyler Cohen one. Yeah, um, it was like a fifteen minute long video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and you know, for for me, the issue w- with that video was that it was just yeah, the Pink Print movie, um, and. It was just kind of filled with nothing. It was just like somebody driving, um, and this kind of happens. Like if you, if like uh, film students are often told this, um, because they kind of. You know, if you put 100 film students to get, you know, in a class and, and everybody makes, like, a little movie, like, a good portion of them are going to start with somebody, like, getting ready in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, because – so you have to tell film students, like, don't, don't show that unless you have, like, a very good reason for it, like a Dexter kind of thing. Um, because, you know, initially I think a lot of people who are not really well-versed in being directors – will kind of zero in on on things that they kind of think look cool or think are interesting but don't really hold interest or have a lot of an intrinsic meaning to them um, and are just sort of things to show. and And that's kind of what I felt like was going on here. This was just a lot of things that were going on that didn't really have any sort of connective tissue and some of the shots are beautiful i mean the the screen grab from the youtube embed uh that's pretty incredible that it was shot on an iphone and Mm -hmm. looks amazing and but in terms of the actual conceptual part of this i i kind of can see how this went down i mean olivia wilde is obviously extremely talented uh actress and and i'm sure she does a a bunch of other stuff as well but like as a direct director uh, she didn't really bring that much to this
1: no, not quite. Um, yeah, not quite. I, I want to just... Because it looks so good. I almost want to, like... Because I definitely read that it was shot on an iPhone. I, I almost want to go read some, like, double-check the fact that I already pulled that this was shot on an iPhone. Because <laughs> it is so, like... And that's the thing I kept thinking when watching it, is how, like, technically accomplished it is. Like, they they didn't just throw together a massive crew that they like that sucked like the choreography in this video is is really nice the cinematography is fantastic like um <clears throat> the edit even is like does kind of assemble a bit of a flow even though none of the none of the images that you're seeing connect to each other like the edit the edit makes Tries to make something out of the nothing, yeah, uh, and like flows very well with, with the song, but the song doesn't start for like, a, for like a
0: half, like, like two, I think it's two and a half minutes.
1: Yeah, minutes into the song, and I'm like, God, who's who sticks around for this? <laughs> yeah, like
0: I mean, it's well, just, it, in terms of like shot on an iPhone, like if you go to an Apple store now, you will see just giant, blown up, beautiful images, you know, called shot on an iPhone, Uh, you know, know, shot on an iPhone underneath it. So I I don't know. I doubt maybe I mean, maybe Apple Apple had a hand in this. I figure I feel like if Apple did have a hand in this, it would not wouldn't be on YouTube. It would be on Apple Music. Um, Yeah, right. But but you kind of wonder what the what like I think maybe two or three years ago shot on an iPhone meant you were in for something that was a different experience than something that would have been shot on a traditional camera. And now shot on an iPhone. If to me it's lost its meaning a little bit because iPhones have such powerful cameras and even the little oh, right. iPhone FC that they that they they announced yesterday which is the size of the old iPhone 5 uh or four even. I mean, it has like t- like 1080p 4K video on
1: it. Yeah, it's still got the newest camera. Right. I it mean, still it's still had, incredible. It story. still has the iPhone 6s camera or whatever. Um, when so.
0: it, when in like in preview remember like the Justin Bieber, Nicki Minaj video where it's all from the perspective of a cam- like a cell phone camera um, that was that came out maybe in like 2012. And the conceit of that was, yeah. like, whoa, you don't remember that? Hold on, the uh, yeah.
1: No, but the, so but here's the thing though that I think I think that when you're somebody like Olivia Wilde doesn't necessarily know that <clears throat> and somebody who like I mean a, a, um, you know somebody who is a music video director and is direct, and is kind of entrenched in this kind of world understands now how far iPhones have gone but like a big movie star uh doesn't necessarily know the subtleties um of like camera advancement and that type of stuff like they're they exist in a different space in the industry and so uh maybe to her like olivia Wilde, it's like this still seems more novel than it is but i
2: mean all that said i mean she can obviously really handle an iphone like this it is like a quite i'm really blown away that this was filmed on an iphone well she's you, got she, she's got do skill it's not, right it's because if it's you not, give me an if you give me an iphone i can't make anything that remotely resembles this.
1: Yeah, but it's not her. It's the DP, the two camera assistants, and the three camera operators. Like, so they, what are they... <laughs> okay. They assembled a massive crew of like people who just perfected the look. It's not her that have has anything to do with how the video looks, necessarily. Like, She's just like, let's make this gorgeous, and then let's get five people to, to make it gorgeous.
0: It is interesting. Like, it, you, you guys use Instagram, I know, and um, one of my favorite people to follow on Instagram is Hero Mirai, because you know, if I take a, an Instagram picture, even if I think it looks cool, and put it up, like, next to like, a relatively candid shot from Hiro, uh, you know, it's embarrassing for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. And, 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 you know, I'm using the same tools, and they're not complicated tools, right? They're, it's just Instagram and whatever filters and, and tools that you get from that, but there's something in, like, his
1: eye for for whatever it is um, mm-hmm. that makes well, and it's everything. It's a little bit of everything. Oh, right. and one person we forgot to mention. There's also a colorist on this video who could take any footage and make it look, look interesting and dynamic too. So really, six six people made this look great. And I and and I don't think uh, I just like,
2: don't think it, I just don't think we should discredit her too much. I mean, every video has a crew, and there still is some credit allotted to the director. Right? Yeah, but,
0: and, and, my, my thought for this would be, like, why, why would you shoot on an iPhone if, it's, if there's no novelty to be gained from that, if it just right. looks amazing? I mean, why, would I you, why wouldn't you just shoot this on Alexa? You're going to have the same amount of people.
1: And, yeah, right, exactly, especially if you're going to bring these six people. And also, if a video looks fantastic, uh, you credit the cinematographer first. I mean, um, it, you know, Hero might work with, a set, like, a bunch of different – cinematographers but really he's working with larkin and a lot of times when a video looks great larkin's getting the credit but also it's a it's a style that is carried through even in the videos that uh you know kevin phillips shoots for hero uh there's still kind of a hero mirai kind of look to them you know olivia wilde hasn't established anything like that so it's hard to say that she's getting some of the credit when uh You know, it's a video that they're they're putting in in like in in everywhere in the consequence of sound article in the Rolling Stones article. Everybody's saying it's shot on an iPhone six, but to make it look so great, you had to get. You know five your your camera crew was five people, and then there's also two editors and a colorist uh it's just a just a massive crew for for a video that's meant to be in an iphone and so um and and I think any of the like any of that look stuff like what what you 're expecting out of the director is that connective tissue between those elements and and that 's what it feels like this video is lacking is like why what do the, this beautiful image and this beautiful image have to do with each other? And it's the director that's telling that story, and, and that's the, there's, that story's missing from this. Olivia? Olivia, you blew it. Um...
0: I, I she was still great in house. She was the.
2: Best I mean, part it's of not. House. It's not a. I just. I guess what I'm saying is, it's not a worthless video. There's a lot worse, and some credit has to go to her. And if she wasn't an actress, would you be asking these same questions? I feel like if she giving was, her, an, if I feel she like you're
1: a, giving if, her a hard rep because she's she's not a director. If she wasn't primarily. an act If she wasn't an actress, this video wouldn't be we wouldn't even be talking about this video. The reason we're talking about it is because of this, because it's like, uh, because of it's like Edward Sharp is already the type of artist that is going to go off and, and, and go and like want to do crazy, not like wants to make this kind of like nonsense video. And it, a good director can rein that in and come up with something interesting, uh, act like, out of that and Olivia Wilde like it it seems like just fed into that like n- not like madness that like Edward Sharp is already looking to make in his music videos. Um, and like there's just no reining in of anything. It's just like th- there's a good video in there somewhere um, because because it looks great and the choreography is great. Like the individual elements are great on their own but they don't work as a, a singular thing, and that's that's what a director does is is make that stuff work. So,
0: you know, I got one word for you guys. It's a short word. That word is no. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. You guys know what's happening. Uh, we're gonna talk about this video by Megan Trainer, you guys. Um, so last video controversial. We got some differing opinions going on here. Um, let's see what happens with this one. This is Megan Trainer coming back after her uh, very successful album title, which had songs such as "All About That Bass," "Lips Are Moving," "Dear Future Husband," and uh, a song that I feel like they probably made a video for. We just don't have um, "Love You Like I'm Gonna Lose You" or, or whatever that one's called. And now we're back with another song called "No." And there's some changes to Megan Trainor in terms of an artist, in terms of her styling, um, and there are some similarities. So one of the similarities is we have a similar director, Fatima Robinson, who directed the um, Dear Future Husband and All About That Bass videos is back as director.
1: And we also- All About That Bass, which is currently the 10th most popular music, or 10th most popular video
0: ever made. Yes. So this is going to get some, some play. This is not going to go unnoticed. Uh... As, as all of uh, Megan's other videos have uh, been extremely popular. So then we also have another, uh, this is a co-director kind of situation with Barnaby Roper. Um, so this is a different style musically, but this is also a different kind of video. Um, she is styled differently. Uh, f- she has had the same backup dancers for quite a while since the All About That Bass video. Those are gone and replaced with other dancers, which I'm a little upset about. Um... And I I I don't know what to think. This is this is this is difficult to unpack. What, what did you guys think?
1: Um, I thought that, that it was. So I was kind of surprised by this. You know, I was I, when I saw a new Megan Trainor video was coming out, and particularly one directed by Fatima Robinson again. I was expecting uh, pastels and. Um, you know, the same kind of poppy vibe um, that came from the last one and uh, the, the the last album. Uh, and this is significantly different. Uh, and it's hard not to just kind of kind of zero in on just how kind of different it is. It's still the type of, it still is a um, very sound and successful pop video, I think. It's just very, um, considering that she like all about that bass blew up and then they kind of like really leaned into it hard. Everything about all about that base that was like that they that seemed successful, they like ran with that as far as they could go. Um for the next step to be just like total, utter uh switch uh is is a little surprising
0: and one thing that's that so one one issue that i have with this video is i i do not like the new styling of Megan trainer i'm not sure she for, for like the main dance numbers like it's a pretty you know uh active dance that she's doing but she's in like a <laughs> The only way I can describe it is like the foil the like the this kind of shiny coat that Doc wears in Back to the Future. She has this like giant foil coat on. Um which What
1: about is, like when you like when you finish a
0: marathon? Yeah, it's like one of those things. And it's it's just such an odd look and it looks her it makes her look like weirdly wide and an un, un, like weirdly shaped person, um, and she also has red hair now. Uh, it, it she looks kind of uncomfortable to be there, and it also is kind of a, a generic looking video. I'm, I'm I generally enjoy Fatima Robinson videos, and this this definitely disappointed me in how imaginative it was. I mean, you know, say what you will about it, all about that base and and even dear future husband, which was discussed at length on this podcast when it came out. But they're interesting and kind of. Cohesive statements as videos and and this I mean this could have been anybody. This could have been like a uh
1: Zion what's her name? Ziana video or whatever. Uh so 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 what do you think what do you think makes this happen? What do you think um you know takes something that obviously was successful the first couple times around uh, and makes and makes an artist just totally change it, and this is because like, the music video is how you're like this this switch might have been determined months ago you, you know right after the the last music video was made, like they might have decided like we 're going to do a whole image change, um but most folks are getting introduced to it through this music video um i 'm curious like what what in, what makes that happen uh and so like um Like Adam, you've talked about um, uh, in rock music when you make a second album, you try to. It ends up being a lot more like uh, rhythm and blues inspired, more like dancey, or something like that. Am Am I correct in that?
0: Uh, I think when I was talking about that, I was talking about it in the context of Arcade Fire's last album. Right. right where you have an insanely... Uh, yeah, and in rock, I think the general trend is if you have a really popular album, your next album, like the direction that most artists will go to, whether consciously or unconsciously, is to more like dance, dance ryth- rhythm, which certainly happened with... Arcade Fire after the suburbs,
1: right? Um, This so what? Like, do you see any kind of reflection between that and and what's going on here? I mean, other than the fact that like this is different, significantly different than what her last one is. Like, do you see any way that you can kind of uh, see any parallels running through those? Well, Meghan Trainor is
0: one of the uh, kind of rarefied or, or kind of new group of artists that have a really difficult problem in their outset, and that is that they have a really incredibly successful first record. And, you know, that's a pretty rare thing where you have, like, a record that has several really successful singles on it. And Title had three or four really successful singles with videos and um, has... Done really well for her. It wasn't really a case like Lady Gaga's The Fame, where they did the whole re-release thing, or with Nicki Minaj's first album, where they did the re-release thing because they had more. They they didn't have enough songs for an album, but they just tacked it onto the old album, called it a new one, or mm-hmm. called it a re-release. Um, but you know, the the second album is kind of like a really well-known, uh, really tough spot for a lot of artists. There are ton, you know, going back as far as pop music goes, there are tons of really. Uh, difficult uh, and kind of troubling second albums by artists. Like uh, I think the most one of the most famous examples is is Pinkerton by Weezer, which was panned at the time, but now is sort of a cult classic. So I so I think there's two directions that are kind of like kind of pulling at this and 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 resulting in what we're seeing here. One I think is that Megan Trainor is a smart artist and she is. Probably trying to push in a different direction. Direction she doesn't want to be the all about that bass girl forever. Um, and I think you know that is meeting with uh, her record label, which has a stable of artists where you know where there are things working for them, and that is you know. Uh, pretty well run, you know, series of images and, and other, you know, kind of concepts and in, in music videos and music. So I think she has a team of a lot of people that are kind of like pushing and pulling on her. And this is just where they ended up. And, and unfortunately where they ended up was something that's kind of, I mean, the song is good. I think that the musically there's no wow. issue there, but like the, the styling is just, it, it, it kind of ended up in, in I feel like too many people were pulling in two different directions they just met at the middle on something that looks like a really looks like any video it could be anybody up there. Mhm.
2: I, I don't think this the, is the uh I don't think this is the last change we're going to see for her. This clearly didn't work and I think they're probably going to pull some other weird complete makeover changes to her style. I don't know. I, this isn't this isn't it.
1: and I, I, I don't think Uh, Yeah, I do too, but I don't think you can really put this on – like a a significant shift in an artist's image like this isn't coming from Fatima Robinson. It's not like, oh, you've been all about that bass girl forever. Well, here's what we're going to go for you now. This is what I'm thinking as a music video director, and I'm going to shift your career. And so um, I don't think you can – what we're picking up on is like – it not being successful. Um, I don't think you can really put on the directors so much. This seems like an, an image shift that runs really deep. Um, and so I feel like, and, and they, and, and Megan trainers, whoever is and behind these decisions, it, like all of her videos have been partisan videos and they clearly trust, Partisan to execute on the vision that they're seeing for this artist, um, and it definitely was working the first 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 pass. Um, but yeah, I agree. This is this does not seem quite as successful as even you know the the, the earlier Megan Trainer videos aren't my favorite, but um, I I you know I get them a lot more than than I understand this for sure.
2: I don't like this song, Adam. I, oh, wow, I don't like it at all. <laughs> But it's just uh, why? What's what's wrong? With it? I don't. I I don't think I like any Megan Trainer songs really.
0: Oh, so you're a hater?
1: Mm. then. That's fine. Yeah, maybe maybe a bit. Bit it of sounds like you might. Sounds like you might be a hater. Uh, <laughs>
0: have the other thing that's interesting that could maybe somebody should write do some research on this. But like, I feel like in in especially like single lady pop songs, you can kinda tell from the look in their eyes what's going on, like whether they're actually okay with what's going on around them and whether they they feel like it kind of represents them in a way. Um and man, Megan Traynor for those first few videos was you could tell was like all on board. Like she had like what was happening was exactly what she wanted to happen in terms of an artistic statement, you know, whether you whether you enjoy that or not. Like the D for Future Husband video, she's like hamming it up. She's she's really having a good time. In this one, she looks like she's trapped. She looks like she's like <laughs> She looks super uncomfortable and she looks like she needs she's in need of rescuing. What was that mm-hmm. video where we where we said that some they should blink twice if we if we need to rescue them from the video?
2: Oh,
1: it's not like Iggy and Jalen or something. Yeah, that's the one yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. This is very similar, right? Blink twice and yeah. And also like Fatima Robinson blink twice if you don't want to make this. Yeah. Um uh, that, wow, was the, but...
0: um, that was the that was the trouble video with with uh, oh, no no wait what, what was this video I gotta see this video, um, it was booty with Jennifer Lopez directed by <laughs> booty, Williams. Booty a. Azalea and that's a kind of I, I feel like Iggy Azalea and Megan Trainer at right now if you put them in those two in a room and said nobody's listening to you they would they would talk about how like they got into these such, these music video situations and they just. The, they didn't kind of know how to st- stop it, I guess. Stop the artistic yeah. train.
1: Oh, oh man. Boy. It's tough. Really I am tough. wearing I am wearing that same kind of uh, post-marathon um, silver jacket right now, though. And it's really great. I mean, like, it's, it's, still, it's it's cold it's, up in New York. It's, and it, yeah, no, it is still cold up here. And these things keep the heat in surprisingly well. Like, you look at it, it almost looks like a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're actually really effective. So. Yes, I, think, I feel like if
0: you walk around New York, like somebody might just put one of those on you and you don't mm-hmm. really know who it is or what's going on.
1: No, but you accept it. Right, you're so. like, you, just
0: say, you just give a nod and you continue walking. That's the New Yorker kind of way, right? Yeah, right, it is. Took, um, the words right, took the words right out of my mouth. Well, I, I think we may have, have gone done and done did it, is what uh, they say in the South.
1: Um, and I, don't know, I don't know anybody who says that in the South, but well, I'll, take got, your, I'll take your word for it. You were just in the South. Nobody said you gone done did it? Uh, <laughs> you gone done did it. No, nobody said that. I did, have, I did have some very talkative Uber drivers, though. We should mention that uh, a lot of the Uber drivers in Austin, Texas want to talk to you.
0: Uh, yeah, well, they, I mean, they're Uber driving at, one, at a pretty neat event. They, you, know, they, you never know at South by Southwest who you're going to pick up.
1: No, you're right. One of the guys told me that he picked up some gal from a, a reality show. Ooh. It was remarkable. And, uh, yeah,
0: Uber drivers, I think, on the whole, like, I, I feel like if you, like, every time I get in a taxi, like, the guy just barely talks to me. But any time I get in an Uber, they're, they're ready. And they're, they're ready to learn and their hearts are open.
1: Uh, yeah, no, you're right. You're very you're very correct on that.
0: Adam, have I, you ever drove, uh, ridden in one of the, the Uber cars? I have not that much, but I have. No, I've, I've not at all. Adam, we have heard so, many stories, but... We've got to get together. We're going to get together, maybe maybe in New York even. We're going to ride all together in an Uber and take a selfie. Yeah, we should. Um, and if the Uber driver tries to talk to us, we're just going to stare straight ahead.
1: Yeah, we're going to say no Uber driver. I might see Adam Alexander in Toronto. This oh, really, is
0: true. You going to Toronto,
1: Doug? Yeah, I might uh, I might try to go to Prison Prize. Excellent. And Adam Alexander might try to go to Prison Prize. So we yeah. should just mention real quick,
0: for anybody who doesn't know, today that Prison Prize 10 were announced. And you can go to imvdb.com. And uh, up at the top, you go to uh,
1: Browse and then Awards. And uh, Prison Prize is listed as one of those. South and- by Southwest is there too. So That's if you right. want to check up on the music video screenings, or the music videos that screened South by, you'll find those there as well. Adam, how did you feel about the top ten that they
2: picked for a prison prize? I was pretty happy with, uh, with some of them. There's some good ones in there. I, I was a juror, and most of the ones that I voted for uh, made the top ten, so I was pretty happy. Excellent. Did you vote Ed, for Hotline Bling? Uh, I did not vote for Hotline Bling.
1: I did. <laughs> you did.
2: Good video, though. But, I did. Doug, you were also a juror?
0: Yeah. Nice. Were you a rural juror? Yes. Okay. That's a, that's a yeah, 30 Rock <laughs> joke for you guys. Okay. So I'm... I'm I, right- no,
1: no. But I was going to... It's funny too because like I feel like maybe you were holding on to that joke because we talked about being me being a juror earlier and <laughs> the fact that you... I feel like that joke didn't come to you in this last hour. So... Uh, I'm glad that you had the opportunity to pull it. Get marinated. Me. It was good. <laughs> I, ca- I caught the reference. You absolutely, chewed, Adam, you absolutely
0: voted for the uh, Flesh Without Blood video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. Sorry, I saw, guys. I saw that. I was
2: like, <laughs> ah, I know where I can. It, was, it was It was just Doug and I. We were the only jurors that <laughs> voted in time,
1: so. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't know about that. There's a lot of prism jurors, though. If you look at the juror, jurors, yeah, list, it's a huge list. It's not three guys in a theater, no. But it's. I think that's good. It's a lot of a. It's a lot of the who's who of music videos. That's right. Yeah. Um, so
0: anybody uh, who wants to to see more, learn more, just go to the old imvdb.com Dot com. Um, Don't go to the old That
1: doesn't go anywhere.
0: (laughs) Go to www.imvdb.com. And uh, check out the videos uh, that we list in the podcast. Uh, Go to uh, podcast. Click it right up there. You'll get all this stuff. Um, You should definitely check out the last few episodes. It's been good stuff. Um, The five-year plan, episode 185, and Feats of Organization 184. All all tight. Uh, And we will see you guys next year, or next week, or year. (laughs) Uh <laughs> take a take your pick.